The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss our MarTech predictions for 2021. Joining us is Carlos Dowdy, who is the CEO and Chief Marketing Technologist at the MarTech Alliance, which is a hub to connect you to learn and manage all things MarTech. They've got a great community, events, courses, a book club, and they even do MarTech certifications, all sorts of great stuff that you need for your MarTech needs. So far this week, Carlos and I have talked about why we believe that there's going to be continued growth in MarTech budget and tool adoption in 2021. And yesterday, we disagreed about what's going to happen, whether there's going to be more investment and innovation in the event marketing space. Today, we're going to continue our conversation talking about why there's going to be a continued rise of CDPs and data-driven marketing. All right, here's our third prediction with Carlos Dowdy, CEO and Chief Marketing Technologist at the MarTech Alliance. Carlos, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. Great to be back. Excited to have you back on the show. Excited to wrap up our conversation talking about what I think is not necessarily a new trend, but the space that we both agree that's really going to catch fire in 2021. We're going to talk a little bit about why CDPs and data-driven marketing is really going to be the name of the game in 2021. Why do you think there's going to be so much growth in this space? We've seen signs of this for some years now, right? So there's been, again, sizable investment. Probably the most recent example has been Twilio's acquisition of Segment for 3.2 billion. It's a chunk of change. It says a lot. We had Adobe and Salesforce releasing their CDPs, Salesforce acquiring Evergage last year as well. So they've been, as soon as the major clouds and the major providers start swallowing up providers like that, it tells you what you need to know. There was also, uh, interesting to me, a sponsor of the MarTech podcast, so I'm a little biased, but Treasure Data, another CDP, was spun out of ARM and is now moving to be an independent platform, which I think is going to be another enterprise player that's someone to keep note of. Treasure Data, yeah, they come up left, right, and center. They do a lot of work, a hell of a lot of work, and I'm one of the leading providers in the space. So talk to me about why you still think that there's going to be growth in this space. Obviously, we're seeing interest from the biggest, baddest players in the MarTech block if Twilio is getting into the space and Adobe and Salesforce. Why do we think that we haven't just hit peak CDP? Why is there still room for growth? People are still learning to spell the word. I don't think everyone knows what it means. It hasn't penetrated the market anywhere near where it's going to be. So for me, until CDP is as common as CRM, we haven't reached that point or got close to it. 
So you think of the number of providers in the CRM space and the level of reach and how bizarre and rare it would be to work with an organization that doesn't have a CRM in place. So I think we're still early days. We're obviously collecting more data than ever. We're looking to be smarter than ever. We're making investments in lots of technologies that sit in and around where a CDP operates and gives more value. And the other thing is that we want to connect our stack. We still have masses of data silos. And so CDP promises to connect that, to push your data in the right way, to better communicate through your, the rest of your tech stack. So be that through your marketing automation, be that through your digital experience platform, or be that in any way, shape, or form where you want to better personalize and reach your audience. You know, this goes back to our initial conversation about what happened in 2020 with the pandemic, with the moving to all of our marketing activities online. We don't necessarily agree about what's happening in the event space, but no matter how we look at it, there is more data that's being collected. There's more data that's being created, and the smart marketers are the ones that are going to be able to analyze that data effectively. So I think that that's probably the biggest problem that the marketing industry and the MarTech industry are faced with is that we used to have these channels that operate in silos. We would go to events and we would get business cards and we would call those people on the phone and try to sell them something. Obviously, I'm talking about decades ago. But the event space was not connected to what we're doing in digital marketing, which wasn't necessarily related to what's happening in our webinars. And now all of a sudden, all of those sort of independent marketing activities either are gone or they have to be related to each other to be effective. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. So talk to me about some of the ways that you think smart marketers are using CDPs to become better and more data-driven companies. Some of it's the fundamentals of marketing, right? Which is, do you know who the hell your audience actually is? And do you slice and dice that audience in the right way? So to start with that, the holy grail of a single customer view, do I collect all of my data and do I really understand who the hell my customers are? And that means every single possible data point around that individual. So you've got full context. That's point one, if you like. But then afterwards, it's being able to chop up that audience and segment in a way that's really smart and intelligent. 
And that means moving beyond just demographics. It's thinking about behavioral data. It's thinking around having a level of intent and understanding about really where they are in their customer journey. And then being able to apply all of that rich insight in a way that you can personalize at scale on an individual basis. They're the key things underpinning this. And then again, just back to some of the sort of less sexy stuff, the operations, the, the having the data centralized and organized and flowing seamlessly. The traditional approach of having four different systems where you download and upload different data sets and you're not able to communicate in a personalized way. You're not able to communicate in a real time. And also, there's just a lot of inefficiency and there's people manually doing these things. I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at you here. I think what's happening in the privacy space is actually going to impact why CDPs are so important. Apple's stance, sharing less data with the providers. And I think that what's happening with GDPR and what access to what data we're able to get and how willing companies are to buy third-party data, knowing that there is risk because they need to validate that their vendors are collecting data appropriately, it just makes the data more valuable. And if you're going to go and you're going to spend data, if you're going to collect data, there's either going to be more risk or more cost. You need to make sure that you can make the most out of that data. There may be less signals at some point here in the near future. And if that's going to be the case, it's not that we're not creating more data. We're able to use less because it's either going to be privacy concerns or the platforms are going to restrict us from getting access to it. You need to be able to make sure that if you're going to go through that cost of collecting data the appropriate way, you can actually use it. And CDP is really the tool that's going to help you do that. Completely agreed. Yeah, I think privacy is another big wave that's definitely impacting this. In addition to that, I'd add obviously CCPA. And then beyond that is the death of the third party cookie, which is coming soon. So a greater need for first party data. There's nothing quite like the motivation of could you be sued for 20% of your revenues if you use data inappropriately to go, do you know what, an investment in a CDP makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think that there's another caveat where the CDPs are going to, my assumption is build in some sort of mechanism that tells you whether your data was collected in the right place, that allows you to understand whether this data can be used, analyzed, shared. I think that there's another layer of value for the CDPs, not just the collection, the scrubbing, the aggregation of the data, but also helping you manage, hey, this data needs to follow that rule in this country because there's going to be all sorts of crazy privacy regulations across multiple different spaces. I think that's true, although you still do have specialist privacy and compliance platforms, you know, like the One Trust of the World, which are absolutely flying. I think they've most recently taken 300 million investment valued at over 5 billion. So, And actually, interestingly, I think I'm right in saying Last year, the fastest growing category on Scott Brinker's landscape was around data governance and compliance as well. So I think separate to this, specialist platforms that look at actually just making sure you're compliant and from either cookie perspective or from GDPR or CCPA, whatever it might be. You know, maybe we buried the lead here. Maybe the real prediction for 2021 should have been we need to start thinking about data governance and compliance. But you know what? It's less of a sexy title for a podcast. So let's <laughs> just roll with the CDPs. Well, tell me uh, before I let you go, Carlos, talk to me about, you know, your plans in 2021. The MarTech Alliance has lots of great content for the MarTech community. What are you working on? What's your focus for the year? I mean, a little bit is wait, hope and see. Fingers crossed that we get out to the 3D thing again. But until then, we've got a shitload of things going on. So our biggest thing is obviously help build the MarTech community. Specifically, what we want to do is help connect people, help them learn and better understand the space. So we run a ton of events. And in addition to that, the big thing we're known most for is our digital learning. 
So we've got a certification in marketing technology. And interestingly, around talking about CDPs, we're also going to be soon releasing a digital learning course also in customer data platforms as well. Wonderful. So helping people better understand the space and jump between sort of specialist solutions for a CDP or something of that sort. I appreciate all the work that you do. And I think we see eye to eye in terms of our goals. This is about creating educational platform for the MarTech community. It's growing. It's evolving so quickly. And the rising tide raises all boats. It's great to have you here on the podcast. I appreciate you being our guest and I hope we get to stay in touch. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Carlos Dowdy, the CEO and Chief Marketing Technologist at the MarTech Alliance for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Carlos, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Carlitos Doughty, C-A-R-L-I-T-O-S-D-G-H-T-Y. Or you could visit his company's website, which is martechalliance.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to a once a week newsletter, or you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.